You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check out our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to check out some more information about us and see what's going on this month on our events calendar. Lastly, follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Praise, amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead and grab your seats tonight, amen. Praise the Lord, amen. I want you to turn to the book of Luke, chapter 4. Luke, chapter 4, and we'll skip down to verse 14. But you know what? Uh, what, a, what a great word that we've been having during the month. Amen, for these, uh, the month of February, amen, praise the Lord, amen, with our guest speakers, we had evangelist Joe, uh, Jose Vargas come through, Pastor Corey this past Sunday with Pastor Ralph, amen, I mean, God was moving through the altars, amen, each of those times when these men have come and spoke the word of God, amen, that Wednesday night, amen, God was speaking to people, God was moving, amen, through, through our evangelist, amen, Jose and his wife Angela, Pastor Corey, who ministered on on kingdom culture, amen, powerful word, amen, about the culture that, that we as a church need to represent, amen, and also Pastor Ralph, amen, this past Sunday on God's grace, his amazing grace, amen. What a, what a great word. Come on, we've been rich. Man, I haven't preached for a month on a Sunday. Hallelujah. I, you know, God, amen, I, I, the first time Sunday, this Sunday I'll be made to minister, but, but we got some great word, amen. Uh, God blessed us. Uh, these people were coming through, and so we invited them, amen, so it gave me a little time off, but the word was coming through. I mean, Pastor Ralph tore it up with God's grace, amen. That was just an amazing uh, message, amen. If you, if you weren't here or you didn't catch it, catch it on our, on, on our Facebook, re, uh, revisit that, that message again on SoundCloud, whatever you got to do, amen, and God uh, will bless you for that, amen. What a powerful, powerful word, amen, powerful cu- uh, couple, amen. Doing a great job there in the Bay Area, amen. Tonight I want to minister, amen, on a message titled, Bringing the Good News. Come on, somebody say amen. How I many know that we got to bring the good news, amen, hallelujah. And so in Luke chapter 4, if you still got that, amen, verse 14 through 21, I'm reading out the New Living Translation. The Word of God says, as it says up there, amen, then Jesus returned to Galilee filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Reports about him quickly spread throughout the whole region. He taught regularly in the synagogues and, and everyone uh, and, and, and was praised by everyone. When he came to the village of Nazareth, his, his boyhood home, he went as usual to the synagogues on the Sabbath and stood up and to, to, to read the scriptures. The scroll of, the, of Isaiah the prophet was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim uh, proclaim that the captives be released and the blind will see, and that the oppressed will be set free, and at that time of the Lord's favor had come. He rolled up the scrolls and handed back to the intendant and sat down, and all the eyes in the synagogue looked at him intently, and he began to speak to them. The scripture I just read has been fulfilled this very day. Amen. We are to be the voice of the good news 
to this world. Can somebody say amen? Come on, our, our, our theme and our, 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 our message for this year for our, our church is the voice. And how many know that we need a voice in today's world? Come on, we need a voice of truth that will speak, amen. Uh, but we also need the voice that will bring and deliver the good news. Come on, you and I are here because of the good news. Uh, you and I are here because someone shared Jesus with us. Come on, somebody say amen. Someone told us about this good news, amen, and that's why you and I are here today. What is the good news? The gospel of Jesus Christ, amen. Someone told us what Jesus did for us, amen, because you and I were poor. Come on, somebody. Come on, you and I were poor in spirit. We were bankrupt in our situations. Come on, many of us walked into this church as captives, amen, now, bound to the things that had us chained up. For many years, amen, uh, we were locked up spiritually, even some of us physically. Come on, somebody. Don't raise your hand if you've been in jail before. <laughs> some of us walked in blind, amen. We were so blind to the things around our lives, amen, that, that we couldn't even see within our own lives, amen. We were blinded to the world's mentality. We were blind, blind, blinded to hope. I don't know about you, man. We walked in hopeless, some of us, amen. Some of us walked in heavy, carrying the weight of the problems of life, amen, uh, carrying the things of our past and, and, and that, that put kind of oppression over our lives. But the good news is, and tell your neighbor, there's some good news. Through all the stuff that I said, amen, all the, all the trouble, blindness and heaviness and all this stuff, the good news is that the gospel of Jesus Christ comes to set you and I free. Can somebody say amen? That the blood of Jesus uh, wipes away everything uh, of all that that we carried in, uh, all the blindness and, and all the struggles and everything that we dealt with and came into this life, and the blood of Jesus set us free. How many were glad for the voice of good news? Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 says, Though your sins were like scarlet, I will make them white as snow. Though they were red as crimson, I, I will make them as white as wool. See, Jesus takes our sins, uh, the scarlet and the crimsons of our lives, and he takes them away, and he wipes them all away, all the bad. He throws them as far as uh, the east is from the west, the Bible says, amen. Now, come on, and they reveal to you and I the goodness that's inside of us. Come on, there's good in you. The world may not have seen you. Maybe your family didn't see it inside of you, but God sees the good inside of you, amen. I don't care how jacked up you were, amen. Christ can make you as white as snow. Can somebody say amen? You see, church, crimson was a color of deep red permanent dye. It's a deep stain which is impossible, listen, to remove from a clothing. The blood of Jesus works on the impossible, church, and removes it. Come on, this is how powerful the blood of Jesus is. Now, no matter how much you're stained, no matter how much damage inside your life, Jesus can make you white as snow. First Peter chapter 1, verse 2 says this, God the Father knew you and chose you long ago, amen. His Spirit made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed him, and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. See, the good news, church, that he knew you. Tell somebody, I'm known. 
Come on. He knew you long ago, amen, despite of what we may have done, amen, despite of where you're at even right now, you are still chosen, amen, and God still knows you, amen. You see, as we obey, and that's the key, church, as you obey, then you are cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Come on, come on, you, you, you cannot be cleansed and still be doing what you want to do. Come on, as you obey, say, as I obey. As we obey, amen, then God, the blood of Jesus can cleanse us and make us white as snow. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 13 says this, because from the beginning God chose you to be sanctified or to save you through the sanctifying work of the Spirit through the belief in the truth. See, it's the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit. As Pastor Val mentioned, amen, we were justified, sanctified, and one day we will be glorified. Come on, somebody. Come on, but it only comes with your belief in the truth. It's only through the blood of Jesus that we are sanctified, church. It's the truth that Bible says that what? Sets you free. And that's the good news today. John 14, 6 says, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Your, your good deeds don't get you in, church. Your good looks don't get you in. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, your tithes don't get you in. Come on, how many know you can't pay your way into heaven? Come on, uh, come on, just because you know Jesus doesn't even get you in, amen. Because you said, I, God bless you. How many know that doesn't even get you in? Jesus gets you in only by his amazing grace. Come on, somebody say amen. It's the work of cross. It was the work of the cross that paid off your debt. He took the place of our sins. He paid the debt with his life, church. And you see, it's good to know somebody to get in. Come on. It's because you knew somebody, amen. That's why you got the job instead of somebody else. Come on, you ever got that? Got favor because you knew somebody, amen? See, the good news is, is knowing God and having a relationship, having a relationship with Jesus Christ is what gets you in. Come on, it's not all, all the, it's not, the deeds don't get you in, church. You've got to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Come on, we see that in our text. Jesus comes to what? To bring good news. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, he says. I bring you some great news to set the captive free, to open the eyes of the blind, amen. He comes with some good news. And we see, if you read at the scripture what we just read, amen, Jesus just came out of the wilderness after fasting for 40 days. Come on, the devil tempts Jesus, but he fights back with the word of God, and we see that Jesus prevails. Our text says that Jesus returns to Galilee, what? Full of power. Come on, because he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on, when he got baptized, amen, uh, the Holy Spirit came upon him, amen. Uh, the Lord was pleased uh, about his son, amen. He, he goes into the wilderness uh, for 40 days, amen, and 40 nights of fasting, amen. Uh, come on, fights the temptation of the enemy, amen, that comes to try to deceive him. And it shows that you and I, if, if we use the word of God to fight back, you can prevail any temptation that comes against you, church. 
Come on, that God will empower you with the Holy Spirit, the power to say no. Come on, somebody. No, amen. Come on. Come on. I know that sometimes you can't say no. I want to say no, but I say yes. But if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, let me tell you, he gives you the power to say no to sin and yes to God, amen. No to the bad, yes to the good, amen. Because how many know that by ourselves we can't do that? We need some help. Anybody here need some help? I don't know about you, but I can need some help, amen. But when you're filled, then the Lord guides you, the Holy Spirit gives you the power to say no. See, Jesus came to fulfill a mission. He just got baptized, as I said. The Holy Spirit comes upon him, uh, and God takes him into the desert to be tempted, amen, to test out the flesh, amen. He prevails, and now he goes into Galilee full of the Holy Spirit to bring us good news. He goes back to the synagogues, goes back to the temple. He taught there regularly, church. Uh, the synagogues, you got to understand, was very important uh, to the Jewish religious life. There would be one leader, amen, and one assistant uh, that would run the service. And they would begin, uh, uh, they'll bring in a speaker, amen, and, and he would read from the scriptures uh, and then teach those that were gathered on that Sabbath. Jesus back then was always invited. But notice what it says in verse 16. It says that Jesus went as usual to the synagogues. Listen, even though he was the perfect son of God, Jesus attended church every week. Come on. He didn't, he didn't wake up Sunday morning and say, you know what? I don't need to go to church, hear the word. I am the word. I'm going to eat some menudo instead. Come on, no, Jesus himself, Jesus, God in the flesh, Jesus Almighty, Jesus who was the word, amen, still went to hear the word, still went to church, amen. His example makes our excuses sound weak when we don't come to church. And I'm not saying there's not good excuses, church, for not showing up, but we should make regular worship, our regular service, part of our lives. In other words, don't stay home when you know that you should be here. Come on, when you see somebody that's not here today, see them on Sunday and say, you know what, you should have been here. You should have been here. What were you doing? I was tired. You should have been here. You know, what do you do? I, I, I got out a little late. I didn't want to walk in. You should have still been here. Come on. Come on, unless you were sick or dead, you're excused. Amen. Hallelujah. You dead? I don't think you're dead. <laughs> Unless God resurrected you all of a sudden, amen. I came to life. I was dead on Wednesday night and came to life on Thursday. See, this day Jesus is invited to speak. I mean, what a day it is, church. Here he is. He's on a mission, amen. Now he knows what he needs to do, amen. His mission was uh, to the cross, amen. Now it was to preach the word of God. Uh, here he is, amen. He gets baptized. He gets filled. Uh, he gets tempted. Uh, he prevails, amen. He goes into Galilee, the scripture says, full of power. So he's excited. He walks right into the synagogue, goes right into the church and says, you know what? I got a word, amen. Uh, allow me to speak. They invite him. They, they hand over the service to him. He stands up there full of the Holy Ghost and power, and he starts quoting from Isaiah 61. 
a prophetic word that was spoken, and it was being fulfilled that very day. A word that's spoken then, and it's still spoken today until Jesus comes back, church. Jesus stands and says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Speaking, meaning that, you know what, I speak with divine appointment. I mean, each time that we gather, church, there's a divine word for you. Come on, each time you're gathered and you come, there's something that God has for you, amen. Come on, you may have come in, you may be visiting, but you know what, the Holy Spirit drew you here. To give you a word, to speak to you, amen. You know, we're not just attending church, guys. We're coming to get instruction. And each time we meet, God has something designed, especially custom-made, tailor-made for you. Because he knows what you need. Come on. He already knows what you need even before you ask. So when he draws us in here, amen, we come in uh, and we, we, we come into the church, amen, and God has he has, he has he has some destiny for your life. He has something to give you some direction for your life. As he stands there, he says, you know what, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He says, I have been filled, uh, I have been directed by my Father who is in heaven, amen. Uh, he has anointed me to bring you some good news. Come on, each time we come to church, guys, let me tell you, there's good news, amen. Come on, this ain't the news that you turn on TV and all you hear is bad news, amen. We come to church to hear some good news, amen. Come on, how many know that we need to hear some good news every now and then, amen. Come on, instead of hearing all the mess up and all the evil and everything that's going out there, that we need some good news in our mind to give us hope. You can stay home and look into the news and get more depressed and say, man, I should have just went to church. Why did I stay home? Man, why did I see that rerun again? You've seen that rerun, that show maybe 40 times, and then you go seeing it again like it's your first time instead of being in church. See, the Son of God is called the Messiah. In the Hebrew, it means anointed. In the Greek, it means the Christ. The good news is that he sent me. He says, my father has sent me to bring you the good news. Good news means joyful message or glad tidings. The good news is for the poor. Those who are poor in spirit. Those who are miserable and afflicted. Those that have been bankrupt in situations. Some of us walked in bankrupt. Come on, we came in with nothing. Come on, church, or we're about to lose everything. Come on, the thief came and he stole because his job is to kill, steal, and destroy. Come on, we came in, we were bankrupt, man. We had, we had nothing left. I don't know about you, but I had nothing left. I had nothing. I was about to lose everything. I came in bankrupt and said, God, I, I need something. I, I'm poor in spirit. You see, the Pharisees back then despised the poor. But the good news seeks out for the poor. Come on, somebody. To give them comfort uh, for those that are in need, church. Uh, how many here are in need today? Amen. Come on. Uh, how many here ever been in need? Hallelujah. Come on. We come into a place and we're poor in spirit and we want to hear some good news. The good news was to proclaim to the captives, the prisoners, those that have been held in bondage, amen, the brokenhearted, amen, those that have been spiritually chained, to be released. Come on, some of us were chained up by drugs and 
alcohol and chained up to these things in our past, amen. But the good news is to release the oppressed, to proclaim freedom to those that have been lost. Come on, how many have been released in this place? How many want to get released in this place, amen? See, the good news is that the blind will see. Hello, come on. I was blinding. I was blind by my problems. I was blinded by circumstances. I couldn't see my way out of the things in my life at that present time, amen. Uh, come on, you ever been there, amen, that you think, uh, man, how am I going to get out of it? You can't see your, your, your life turning around. You can't see uh, God turning this thing around in your life, amen. We come in blind, but you know what? I was once blind, but now I see. Come on, somebody. Uh, come on, God comes into our lives and opens our eyes to possibility, uh, opens our eyes to see hope. Instead of no hope. But that's not the only good news, church. It releases the oppressed to be set free. Come on, to those who are heavy, those who are pressed down with all the stuff of their past, amen. Those that are carrying the junk of the world, amen. The good news was to come to them, amen, and to release all that and set you free. You don't have to walk all tired in Jesus. Come on, we don't have to walk all heavy in Jesus. Some of us, man, we walked in just heavy, amen. We were messed up. We had all kinds of stuff, all kinds of problems, amen. We just, we just walked like our situation, amen. We walked in all tired. We walked in all heavy, amen. We walked in, I mean, you may not physically be walking like that, but spiritually you're walking Man, looking for a situation, we were oppressed by everything that was hitting our lives, amen. And we needed some good news, amen, that we can start to walk in freedom, amen. Because when Jesus sets you free, you don't have to walk like that anymore. You can stand up, amen. You can walk with hope. You can walk with confidence with Christ. I don't need to say, woe is me anymore when I have Jesus. I don't have to put my head down when my, my father's the lifter of my head. Come on now. He's there to lift us up and give us hope, church. He's here to release and give us freedom, church. You're not supposed to be walking in chains any longer. That's a lie from the enemy, amen. We become Christians and we're still shackled. Come on, God sets us free. God forgives you and you still think you're not forgiven. Come on, we walk in shame because what we've done and God's already forgiven you. Wait, put your head up, church, and walk in freedom. You have to walk. He came to set you free. He came to set you free from all that, you, from your mindset that you don't have to walk with, the, uh, with shame anymore. Pick up your head and know that you belong to the king. It's time for the Lord's favor, church, and the favor is now. Come on, it's now, not tomorrow, but today. Come on, you can walk out tonight with freedom. You can walk out today with hope. You can walk out today, amen, with your eyes open, amen, and know that, man, God's going to do something. Now, you may not see where it's going to come, but you're going to have to put your trust in him. And those eyes will soon be open, and you start to see the possibilities in Christ. Joshua said, Today is the day of salvation. Because there's no guarantee for tomorrow, church. Joshua went on to say, as for me and my household, we're going to serve the Lord. 
I, I don't care what comes my way. I don't care what's hitting my life. I don't care what I'm going through, amen. I'm, I'm going to serve the Lord no matter what. I mean, no, we're not just serving God because he's blessing us, amen, and giving us back our families or putting back marriages. No, this is for life, amen. Even as it gets a little tough and rough, amen, you know what? I'm not giving up. I'm not jumping ship, amen. You know what? I'm going to, this is Jesus or bus, heaven or bus, amen. I'm going all the way, man. We have drawn the line, right? I don't know about you, but I've drawn the line saying, you know what? I'm not going back to my past no more. I'm not going back to that deceiver, amen, that tried to steal and kill me, amen. You know what? Devil, you should have killed me when you had a chance, amen. But now I'm going to proclaim the good news and say, God, there is hope. Jesus can set you free, amen. Come on, if he can set this drug addict, alcoholic free, he can do it for you. Today is the day of salvation. You've got to make up your mind, I'm going to serve God today. When you wake up tomorrow morning, guess what? I'm going to serve God tomorrow. You've got to make a choice every single day, church. It's not a one-time. It's an everyday commitment. I'm living for life. I'm serving God for life. I'm going to serve him every single day of my life. He's been too good. Why would we go back to our past when you walked in miserable, when you walked in bankrupt, when you walked in busted and disgusted? Why would you go back and leave this, what God has done for you, to go back to that? Come on, I already had that. And I had it a couple times. I was a, I was a dummy that went back again, thinking it was going to be different, and it was worse. Like I said, he should have killed me when he had a chance. But God had a plan. Because he chose you and he knew you long before. And finally, took this knucklehead and finally said, man, what have I been doing? Let me tell you, you'll find nothing back there, church. The life is now. Let me tell you, you're going to have problems there, you're going to have problems here. But I'd rather have problems here with Jesus. Because I know that he'll be there. He'll get me through. We've got to keep pressing on, church. Don't give up. This is where you've got to build your trust in God. This is where you've got to hang on to the good news. Come on. God, was, God, he brought the good news for us to set us free, to open our eyes. That we don't have to be blinded by the, by the lies of the, of the devil. We don't have to be, you know, deceived by him anymore from the voice that, that's lies. To, to, we can listen to the voice of truth. God is there to speak to us in our situation. He came to set us free. Come on. He, he didn't come to bring blindness on us. He didn't bring lameness on us. He didn't come to, to chain us up. He came to set us free, church. The time has come for us to make a decision. And what greater time to do it when God's favor is here. Come on, this favor. He says, this is the favor of the Lord. Ever since he started that, ever since he said that, you know, he has anointed me. The good news has been preached from there on. Because he says, today's the Lord's favor. Today you can get saved. Today you can get forgiven. Today you can be set free. Today you can be, you can see once again. Today I can break those chains off of you. Today I can do that still. God's favor is upon this church. It's upon our city. It's upon our nation right now. If we can simply look at it. See, the enemy's still walking and prowling and seeking to blind you. 
He'll blind you with trials. He'll blind you with storms. He'll blind you with evil around the world. See, we as Christians should not fear that. We as Christians should be fearing that. Should we, we need to be living right. Because at any time, that, that trumpet can sound. And he'll pick up his church. Are you ready? Come on. Don't, 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 don't worry about what's happening in the world. This is what's this was already to come. In the last days, there will be terrible times, the Bible says. Come on. There will be all, everything that we see in the world today that's going on is happening today, church. We, it says, you know what? It says, you know what? This is just the birthing pain of him coming back. We as a church need to get right. We in the church need to repent. We in the church need to start to be the voice, amen, and start to proclaim and do what we need to do. It's just to go into all the and make disciples. Sharing the good news and being that voice to this dying world. See, as Jesus finished reading the, 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 the scroll, he, he says, you know what? what, what I spoke today is being fulfilled this very day. And it's being spoken today as well, church. See, the good news is that all of us were once lost, but now we're found. I was once blind, but now we, I was once bound, but then Jesus, come on, we have the message. You have the gospel. Somebody needs to hear that. See, we're here to bring the good news. See, what Jesus did over 2,000 years ago. What he gave his disciples to do, we are to do today. Come on, are we disciples of Jesus Christ? Come on, we we're supposed to carry this good news. We're supposed to carry it all around the world. It's like what you see right there, just taking that news to somebody. Let me tell you, everybody can use some good news. You know, just listen to your coworkers. Listen to your neighbors. Listen to those people around you. They're worried. People are looking for answers. They're looking why this happened, why that happened. You know, they're scared because of all the bad news that they hear. And we have the good news. We have something to give them. We have something that, we can, that can give them hope. Come on. If we, if we found something that's so great, wouldn't you want to share it with everyone? Why would you want to keep it a secret when they can set somebody free? See, we have that. I thank God that no one kept it a secret to me. I thank God that no one says, you know what, I found something good, and I don't want to share with no one else. They found something good and says, man, let me give you some good news. Let me give you something that helped me in the same situation that you're going through. That was, was hopeless. Thinking, man, how is this going to turn around? How are you going to fix this? But the good news says, I can fix it because I've come to, Set the oppressed free. I come to open the eyes of the blind. I come to release and give favor to those that will trust in me. We have this good news, church. See, if he did it for me, he would do it for all who believe. Six miles to heaven? Six miles to heaven? Let's go now, amen. We're really close now, amen. Hallelujah. Church, he's, did it. He's, he's done it for us. He can do it for anyone who simply believes, church. Amen. As the worship team comes up, amen, let's stand on our feet.
The Lord says, at just the right time, I heard you. And on the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. And today is the day of salvation. Just at the right time, in your desperate need, in your bankrupt situation, God heard you. He says, the day of salvation, which is today, he says, I've come to help you. Come on. Today's the right time, church. This is the time. This is the favor. Right here, right now. With every head bowed and every eye closed, just for a moment. I want you to search your hearts.